specializes in locating water, drilling and pumps, even solar-powered water wells. So for water wells and all that goes with them, look for 307 Wildcat Well Service in the Country Bounty, and you too will have cool, clean water. 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 It's fall. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. You can't go wrong when you turn to the Sheridan Commercial Company for helpful supplies for fall projects like weather stripping, caulking, insulating, and heat taping, finishing up any exterior painting and staining projects. Make sure to check all your smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors, as well as checking your fire extinguishers. We're your locally owned hardware store and have been since 1892. The Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. This is Ken here at Prime Rate Motors, where we understand everybody's situation is different. We recently had a customer that needed to keep his ranch truck, not traded in. What he needed was a car for town. After visiting with him, we discovered that what he did have was an extra stock trailer. We were able to take that trailer in as a trade-in and got him a nice economy car that was good on gas and easy to park downtown. Stop in. Let's work something out. Here at Prime Rate Motors, the Super Trailer Store, or PrimeRateMotors.com. When you're in pain, it causes stress. Even minor pain is telling you something's not right, and early detection is the best path to relief. Make a call to Dr. Colin Hardy of Atlas Chiropractic. Not only can he alleviate your pain, but also reduce physical stress and boost and maintain proper immune system function. Chiropractic is a natural immune booster. With each adjustment, they're not only supporting the central nervous system through proper spinal function and alignment, but also stimulating and strengthening the immune system by removing nerve interferences and stressors that can drag it down. Call 307-672-6000 for details and scheduling with the top chiropractic clinic in Sheridan, Atlas Chiropractic. This is Dr. Colin Hardy with Atlas Chiropractic. Be sure to ask us about our new patient specials. Take the first step to a better you. Call 672-6000. That's 672-6000. Your healing begins when you pick up the phone. As we enter the fall months, have you made that plan to market your business? Are you stuck, confused on what to do? Hi, this is Bob Grammons, General Manager at Sheridan Media. Let us help you put a plan in place as we gear up for the holiday season. Sheridan Media can market your business on up to nine different radio stations. We can place your print ad in front of nearly 18,000 households in Sheridan and Johnson County with the Country Bounty. Or market your business worldwide through a variety of digital products that we offer. We can also place your ad on our two websites. Let our creative and experienced marketing team put a well-thought-out and professional, comprehensive marketing plan together to connect with your customers on multiple media platforms. No high pressure. Let's tell your story, whether locally or across the country. Call Sheridan Media today at 672-7421 or email sales at SheridanMedia.com and let us go to work for you. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Aaron Palmer. this week, and we have a two-part show on today's Public Pulse. It, uh, first off, we have Meredith Sopko, who is the Director of Development with the Hub on Smith. Good morning. Good morning, Aaron. And how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Uh-oh. Technical difficulties. 
That's better. <laughs> Maybe it was just the Meredith show there for a yeah, minute. it was. They heard you, but they couldn't hear me. Well, let's try that again. Aaron Palmer filling in for Floyd Whiting, <clears throat> excuse me, who is uh, out this week. And two-part show today on Public Pulse. First off, we have Meredith, Meredith Sopko with uh, Hub on Smith. You are the Director of Development. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, now that we have that taken care yes. of. Yes. Um, let's start off. You have a bunch of things going on in the next, uh, well, through the end of the year, I guess. We do. Yeah. Okay. Tell me. Uh, so as we know, it's November and as much as we are, uh, maybe not, not ready, the holidays are upon us. So, um, with the hub, um, it's a busy season for us. We, um, lots of activities and things for our patrons, but also we really try to, um, you know, get out and be a part of the community. Um, as you know, or you may not know, we have urban thrift which yes. is our lovely thrift store on Main Street. Um, Aaron Kranz, who's our manager, has lots of fun things and specials and things ready for the holiday season. So please make sure you stop in there for shopping because she's got lots of great things happening. Exactly. Perfect so. time to go shopping, see what's in there, yeah. and help out and uh, actually help with yep. funding the hub. Every penny that comes into that store benefits the hub. So it's um, it's really vital to us from a from a fundraising perspective, just from a revenue perspective. So, gotcha. Okay. Yep. And other activities you mentioned those, so let's talk about those. Yeah. So um, we also do a really <clears throat> needed and vital um, program this season. It's called the Giving Tree. Okay. Um, so we have a tree at the hub, and we'll have a tree at at Urban Thrift, and basically um, we find out what our patrons are in need of. Um, for Christmas. And then we put ornaments on the tree. People can choose an ornament, purchase the gift, bring it back. We wrap it and we deliver it. Um, and, you know, it really makes a huge difference for some of our seniors in our in our community who are isolated. Maybe they don't have family here. So this really brings them a little bit of, of holiday cheer when they may not have it. So. Okay. And so people can just come in, pick that off the mm-hmm. tree, and then uh, figure out what they want. And yep. things range, and they're not after cars and that kind oh, of stuff heavens. but they're after hey i'd really like you know adult coloring books or yeah, teas and, yeah. And... or a cozy robe mm-hmm. or a lot of people will donate um subscriptions say to lifelink or um you can come into the hub and buy buy meal tickets buy bus tickets um you know pay for them to do some activities there's there's a lot of options and um a lot of those really really make a huge difference very appreciated by the uh oh, seniors sure. in our community yep Absolutely. Okay. So, and what else? Well, we're also um, launching, I'm sure everybody's familiar now with uh, Giving Tuesday, which is um, the Tuesday after Cyber Monday. So so we have Black Friday, then we have Cyber Monday. And if anybody has money left after those, we have Giving Tuesday in which you can, um, you can support your nonprofits. Um, and the Hub is really excited this year to announce that we're partnering with First Federal. And they have been generous enough to give us a $10,000 matching uh, donation. So wow. so if you give uh, to the hub on Giving Tuesday, your dollar will be, you'll be, you give a dollar, you're basically giving $2 because First Federal is is also giving back. So up to $10,000. Up to $10,000. Okay. Yep. So it's a, it's a wonderful um, kind of global day of giving. So um, we're, we're really looking forward to that. So. Let's talk a little bit about the activities and and things that are are offered at the Hub. Yeah, Um, yeah. Just generally. Yep. Um, Because this is a, if you talk to the seniors in this community, they are amazed at what happens there. Mm -hmm. So 
Tell us a little bit about the things that you offer to the seniors in our community. We have, so the hub offers, we have, we have eight programs. So we have, um, our biggest program is our meals program. We have a congregate meal, uh, two congregate meals every day. We have breakfast and then we also have lunch. Then we also have our home delivered meals program. So every day we deliver between probably 350 and 450 meals. Um, and then, on the weekends, we... And those are all volunteers. Those are, yep. That. All the people that make those deliveries are volunteers. So we probably have about 400 volunteers, too. It's a huge, huge benefit to us as our volunteers. Um, but it's, you know, if you think about it, especially as the weather gets cold and, and it's darker earlier, um, just seeing a face. If you're, if you're in your home and you have a hard time getting out, just seeing a face bringing you a meal and a, a smile and, hey, have a good day, enjoy your lunch. And just that, that little bit of interaction can really make a huge difference. And our meals are all nutrition, uh, based on a nutritional, um, nutritional guidelines. So they're all healthy. They're, they're home cooked every day. Um, so it's, it's a really important program. And from what I hear, the seniors really like the food. There. They do. Who's they responsible do. Responsible for that. So our executive chef is Kevin Coleman. Ah, okay. And um, yeah, he's great. Yeah. Um, and the food we hear daily how good the food is. So and he's he's got his fall menu going. So it's very um, comforting and homey. You know, just good warm food. So yeah, yeah. come okay. have lunch with us sometime, Aaron. We'd I love will. to see I'll you. Have to come in and see him. Yeah, he's a heck of a drummer too. I have Kevin heard that. Fun. Yes, I have heard that. Kevin has many facets. Oh, yeah. Many <laughs> so, talents. Many yes. Talents. Okay. So, other um, things. So, aside from our meals program, we have our help at home program, which mm-hmm. is um, basically we have licensed nurses and CNAs. We go into people's homes, we'll help them with, um, you know, kind of acts of daily living. So, showering, helping them get dressed, um, you know, change bandages, light housekeeping, grocery shopping. Um, even we'll help them cook, just um, kind of spending some time with people. Um, and that's a that's a really important program, too, because uh, that pro- program specifically helps people stay in their homes safely um, and, you know, getting the help they need so that maybe they don't have to move to a higher level of care. So um, we also have our support center, which um, – the goal of our support center is to direct people to programs, not just within the hub, but within the community. So um, it's a it's a great needed program. People call and they're in they're in distress. They're in um, you know they're having stress about something, and we can help them get to the to the right uh, organization or you know whatever it is. Get them whatever they get need. them what they need. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> we also have our daybreak program, which is our adult daycare. Um, wonderful program allows people who are caregivers, um, who maybe are still in the workforce or just need some time off, um, to bring their loved one to daybreak. They, there's activities, they, there's food, there's lunch, there's all kinds of things. And it's a safe, caring environment. And, um, it just, it just takes care of people maybe with, maybe with dementia or some other maybe special needs that we can accommodate just in the regular hub building. Gotcha. So, yeah. Um, one of the things that I've I've heard um, in Buffalo because I live there, mm-hmm. um, the the senior population in Buffalo is increasing mm-hmm. um, a lot. Is that the same instance here in Sheridan? Are we seeing that the older population is getting larger in these? It is. is. That true? It's it's absolutely true. If we've, we've looked at some <clears throat> statistics and 
some kind of estimates on how uh, what the next five to ten years looks like, and it's um, growing double digits, the 60 and over uh, population. So the Gen X generation, which is what I am, mm-hmm. we're going to get to that stage here in the next few <laughs> years yep. that we are going to be needing or wanting these kinds of mm-hmm. of, uh, of programs and right, whatnot. Right, right. I'll be darned. Yeah. So the baby boomers obviously were huge, huge yes. pop amount of the population. Mm-hmm. Is Gen X going to come along and be kind not not quite as much, but the same kind of thing? Yep, absolutely. Probably not quite as big, but, you know, I think the other thing that we're seeing is programs like what we offer that are, um, you know, maybe a little bit less expensive than some of the other programs, I think they're going to become more important because we're just not seeing the level of, of, of wealth and of planning and different things. Um, you know, I look at my parents and, you know, as they planned for their retirement and their, you know, they had long-term care insurance. They had money set aside for, you know, potentially, uh, you know, skilled nursing. Right. Um, and they also had pensions and death exactly, death, which our generation didn't necessarily get. Yep, it's true. So, so I think that programs like what the hub provides is going to, they're just going to become more and more important to our community as, as, as we go. Okay. So. Well, let's, I, you kind of touched on this a little bit, but funding, mm-hmm. how were these things funded? I mean, is it is it just through donations or do, is it uh, programs through the state and federal government? Both. Yeah. What is it? So it's it's a combination. We okay. have we have state and federal grants that okay. fund a lot of our programs. They don't fund them at a hundred percent. And so then we do ask people for suggested donations for most of the programs. So let's say you're a um, 60 and over and you're uh, wanting to take advantage of our meals program. The suggested donation is six dollars. People, it's suggested. So basically you pay what you can, and if you can't pay anything, you're still going to eat. Okay. So uh, what helps supplement all of that is largely our local community, our, you know, the generosity of our local community. Um, it's, it's amazing to me how generous the Sheridan community is. The, you know, there's private foundations, um, you know, like First Federal, um, we could not do what we do without the generosity of this community because um, I would say most of our grants don't cover even 50%. So um, it becomes just vitally important that, that we continue to, to receive the generosity that we do. We couldn't, we couldn't do it. So. Gotcha. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and take a break right okay. there and uh, we'll come back and talk a little bit more with, Meredith Sopko, Director of Development at the Hub on Smith, and we've got some other things we can talk about. I have more questions. We'll come back right after this break on uh, Public Pulse on uh, 9.30 a.m. and 103.9 FM KROE. Public Pulse will be back right after this. I'm Shelta Ramber. I'm asking for your vote on November 8th for School District 2 trustee. I'm an honest, bold voice for parents, students, and teachers. I want to encourage a parent-teacher partnership and keep community values in the classroom. I will ensure that there is accountability and transparency with board meetings, policies, and funding. I will find real solutions by making time, space, and compromise for the public. Visit ShelterForSheridan.com, paid for by Shelter for Sheridan. 
Hey, I'm Michael Lansing, and I'm running for the trustee of the Sheridan County School District Number 2. To set the record straight and stop any rumors, I am not the attorney suing the school district. However, I have represented teachers, parents, school districts, and students around the state of Wyoming in various school matters. I am running to ensure all voices are heard. I will push for public comment and build back public trust in a civil matter. We are a great school district. I will strive to make it even better. I am pro-teacher, pro-parent, and most importantly, pro-student. Paid for by the candidate, Michael Lansing. In business, in life, and in community, our values matter. One of First Federal Bank and Trust's core values is honesty and integrity above all else to do the right things for their staff, customers, and community. First Federal has been investing in our community for 87 years. We invite you to bank with us and see for yourself the positive impact a local bank makes on our community. First Federal Bank and Trust, our values drive our business. Online at efirstfederal.bank. Member FDIC. Let's talk about tires. Think about the snowy, icy roads ahead, and now think about your current worn-out tires. How safe does that make you feel? Well, lucky for you, Midas Tire and Auto has their best tire sale all year going on now. Buy three tires, get one free. That's 25% off. And the best part is if you aren't ready to put your tires on right now, Midas will hold them until you're ready. How great is that? Don't miss the big tire sale going on now till November 15th at Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. Vendors are needed for the upcoming Holiday Bazaar and Craft Show at the Ramada Plaza in Sheridan on Saturday, November 26th from 9 till 2. Booths are only $50. Marketing for the event will be done by the Ramada Plaza, so you'll get plenty of traffic to your booth. All booth fees will go directly to help Aiden O'Leary, a Sheridan track athlete who's going to Australia for a track meet. Booth proceeds you keep. Call or text Liz Ramsey at 689-8667. All right. 9.30 a.m. KROE, Public Pulse, Aaron Palmer filling in for Floyd Whiting. And this morning on part one, we're talking with Meredith Sopko. She is a director of development with the Hub on Smith. And we've talked a little bit about the holiday activities that were coming up. We can touch on those in a minute. Um, giving Tuesday and Giving Trees. We'll hit those mm-hmm. before we get done. But uh, some other things. One of the things I wanted to ask was, um, <laughs> and we talked a little bit off air, um, because now I'm at that age where, you know, I have the uh, the, the Santa Claus <laughs> beard going on. So I yes. walk into certain stores or whatnot, mm-hmm. and they ask me if I, hey, uh, do you qualify for this? <laughs> I don't know if I qualify for the senior discount. But anyway, yeah. what ages do you guys... Um, serve sure yeah oh that's a great question um so i mean the hub serves everybody we're a center for all generations so if anybody wants to come in and have lunch come in and have lunch um but we do start offering programs and and get people signed up um for our services and then they they start receiving um the suggested donation prices and things at 60 and over okay and what that entails to become a registered uh, patron at the hub is you just meet with one of our intake specialists they'll ask you a few questions and it's, it's pretty simple pretty painless so but it's nice to have that in our system because it um a it helps us you know track our grant funding and things like that but also um you know once you get in our system we kind of you know, if you come in for meals on a regular basis and then, oh, hey, we don't, we haven't, we haven't seen Aaron for a while. Maybe we need to call and check in on him and just, you know, just kind of that. I, I don't want to say we're like stalking people, but no. it's, it's just kind of keeping an eye and helping yeah, out and being exactly. able to, 
check in if needed. We have a neighbor next door that's uh, elderly, and of course, we kind of keep track of him mm-hmm. too. So when when we see strange, you know, vehicles and it, we're hey, what's going on? Yeah, there? yeah. But yeah, he even goes out in the yard, and we just kind of watch and make mm-hmm. sure he doesn't fall down or whatnot. So yep. yeah, just keeping an eye on yeah, people. Yeah, it's important. Being neighborly. Yes, exactly. And okay. I sadly, I think we've lost a little bit of that in our world these days. But yep, I agree. We won't go there. <laughs> okay, um, Goose Creek Transit. We wanted to yeah. touch on that because you said the funding is. Uh, being discussed, correct? It has been, yeah. So um, we, Goose Creek Transit was something, it started out, um, gosh, way back when the, when the uh, hub started, probably almost 50 years ago, um, Goose, we started out with the minibus and it was like a door-to-door service. So we, people could call, they could schedule a ride if they need to go to a doctor's appointment or a grocery, uh, go grocery shopping or anything like that. Um, in 2019, we started a we um, there was a transportation study commissioned, and what came out of that was that Sheridan needed some other public transportation as well. And so uh, our the Goose Creek we call it the fixed route or the Sheridan shuttle was born of that. And basically, what that is is we have two buses that go around town. Um, there's about 35 stops. And um, it's just a, it's it's basically public transportation. Um, it's run by the hub. We do receive YDOT and um, other federal funding for that. But as we all know, with the price of fuel and staffing and and the inflation that we're seeing, our you know our our costs on that program have increased uh, substantially. That again is another suggested donation program because we do receive some grants that are um, aimed to help. Uh, you know, those of lower income. Uh, but so again, if somebody needs a ride and they don't have the suggested donation, they're going to get a ride. So um, the city and the county have been generous enough to to help us with some additional funding with that this year. And we're, we're very thankful for that. So, um, and I know that it's, it's been in the papers, it's been on shared media. So, you know, I kind of wanted to just touch base on it and, and um, kind of give people just, let them know what it is because it's, it's basically public transportation. Which I had no idea either. You know, you, you see these buses around town and you're like, oh, there goes, you know, the senior mm-hmm. taking them to the hospital yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But I didn't realize that that was public transit as yeah. well. That's a great program. It is. And we um, just last year we started to have a stop. So we go out to the college now as well. And so it's, it's um, the usage is continually rising. We probably have about 4,500 riders a month at this point. Wow. So, um, it's, as you said earlier, multi-generational. Yes. Yes. We, we try. <laughs> kids to the old people. Exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. So good. That's yeah, a great program. Yeah. I, that, yeah. I was not aware of that. That's great. So yep. people, if they don't know, mm-hmm. get a hold of you and they yep. can figure out. Yeah. Just call the hub. The we, we can give you, it's on our website as well. If you need the route, um, we're in the process actually of uh, potentially building some bus shelters on some of our more frequented stops uh, because if you see people, especially there's one stop out by the sheriff's office, oh my gosh, those poor people, if it's the summertime, they're melting. If it's wintertime, they're just getting pounded with snow. So a, a shelter will be nice. So Very yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. They have, in, you go to a large city, I'm from Portland originally, mm-hmm. and they've got their, their transit mall downstairs, or downstairs, downtown, uh-huh. and they've got all of those, you know, cubicles and whatnot lined yeah. up down there. Yeah, and it, and of course it rains quite frequently mm-hmm. in Portland, so oh, yeah. you're at least getting in out of the weather and yep. 
for a brief moment while you're waiting for yeah. your, your bus or whatnot. Yeah. So great, great, great program. Yeah, okay. it is. So. Um, fun and wellness. We wanted to touch on that real quick. Yes. So we have a great fun and wellness program. We have two really, um, two uh, gals that run that program that are just, have high energy, wonderful excitement and love our patrons. Um, they do things in the summertime. They go on hikes. They go kayaking. They'll take them, you know, they just, uh, a couple of weeks ago went up on the mountain and did a um, tour of the, you know, kind of look at the colors and then they went and had lunch in Ranchester. So they're very good at doing all kinds of things, exercise programs, cooking programs. We had, um, uh, we partnered with Rooted, Rooted in Wyoming and had a, the gardens at the hub. So we try really hard to have all kinds of different activities. And now with things getting colder, um, you know, all the activities will be more inside. Um, but we have lots of fun new exercise classes and cooking. The cooking classes are are picking up. Um, so, yeah, there's, you know, if it's all on our website and in our newsletter, the the um, activities. But definitely if anybody out there wants to take part, again, it's not just for our elderly. It can be for anybody. So come on in or give us a call at the hub. Um, or if you know somebody that might be looking for a way to get out of the house for a little bit, just give us a call and we can even figure out how to get them picked up. So Very good. Okay. Quickly, want mm-hmm. to touch on Giving Tuesday and the Giving Tree. Tell yes. us about that real quick. Yeah. So Giving Tuesday, um, as I said, it's the Tuesday after Cyber Monday. So this year it's November 29th. First Federal is our very generous matching sponsor this year, up to $10,000. So give on Giving Tuesday and... Um, You'll, your dollar will be $2. Uh, and then we'll have a tree at Urban Thrift and a tree at the Hub with ornaments on it uh, for um, things that our patrons need uh, over the holiday season. Maybe, a you know, a subscription to LifeLink, maybe a cozy robe, maybe, you know, meal tickets to the Hub. So, um, but there's a lot of need out there. So, so look for that in the coming, in the coming weeks. Okay. Community can help the yes. seniors at the hub. Yes. Very good. Okay. That is Meredith Sopko. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, you are for the having dire- me. Uh, Director of Development with the Hub on Smith. Thank you so much. If yeah. anybody has questions, I can contact you guys there and Absolutely. ask Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank Thanks you so much, Aaron. We'll be back with part two on Public Pulse right after this. Staying on top of your tax and accounting records doesn't have to be a struggle. I'm Karen Green. Harker Mellinger has been providing professional solutions and outstanding value for over 30 years. Whether you are interested in QuickBooks consulting, monthly accounting, payroll preparation, or tax preparation, Harker Mellinger is the solution for your tax and accounting needs. Call us today. Your initial consultation is always free at Harker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. What would Christmas be without tradition, without the comfort of home, the joy of family, and the smiles of children. Sheridan Media welcomes you to open your heart this year during the 25th annual Christmas Wish Campaign. Due to temporary circumstances beyond their control, some families, friends, and neighbors will struggle to make ends meet, let alone have a Merry Christmas. It is tradition for the Christmas Wish Campaign to bring the spirit of the holidays to those individuals. In the past, we have assisted several people with everything from bills to food, clothing, Christmas trees, and toys for children. Please send your Christmas Wish nominations and 
donations to P.O. Box 5086 Sheridan or submit them online at SheridanMedia.com as soon as possible. All wishes must be submitted in writing and must include your name and phone number. There are follow-up questions our committee will need to have answered to properly assess each wish. Wishes must be received by Friday, November 25th. Partners for this year's Christmas Wish Campaign are Atlas Chiropractic, First Federal Bank and Trust, Heartland Kubota, Advanced Auto Body, A-Line Roofing and Exteriors, and Wyoming Corporate Office. The owners and staff at Kane's Funeral Home would like to thank the families of Sheridan and Johnson Counties for choosing Kane's and allowing them to serve you during these hard times. Kane Funeral Home makes it their mission to take the stress and uncertainty out of ceremonial services. They own and operate the only crematory in Sheridan County, so your loved one is always in their care. Kane's Funeral Home. Call 673-5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com. You grunt and groan every time you stand, bend, or reach. Aching bones and aching joints, they're not just painful, they're noisy. But seriously, for some, aching joints are debilitating. The specialists at Sheridan Ortho work tirelessly to end your aches and pains. From advanced hand and upper extremity surgery to computer-navigated spine surgery to complex sports medicine like hip arthroscopy, you're in good hands. Sheridan Orthopedics, serving Sheridan and the surrounding areas for over 50 years. Visit SheridanOrtho.com. Same-day appointments may be available. Every four years, the citizens of Sheridan County have the opportunity to vote on the county's general purpose excise tax, known as the one cent optional. This tax is used to benefit every community throughout our county on things from social and health services to public facilities and infrastructure, including parks and pathways. For more information on the tax, please contact your elected officials or visit at SheridanCountyOneCent.com and vote on November 8th. Message paid for by Sheridan County. a.m., 103.9 FM, KROE, Public Pulse, Aaron Palmer filling in for Floyd Whiting. And on part two of today's show, we have Dixie Johnson, CEO with the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce. Good morning, Dixie. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. Good. And we've got a ton of stuff, shouldn't say a ton, but quite a bit to cover. Going on, right? With the Chamber of Commerce, right? Exactly. You had a whole bunch of stuff, and that's great because it's talking points. And we can fill plenty of time with that. Not that we need to. Right. But you always come prepared. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. I learned that back in probably my second month on Public Pulse. So I started with the Chamber in January of 2011. And I think in February, I may have just shown up without any type of a talking points or anything put together. And uh, Kim was taking the conversation wherever he <laughs> wanted to at that point. So I decided... <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was advised to go ahead and just put something together, and that way I can bring it back and and Rainy sometimes man. avoid where Kim, what direction <laughs> Kim was going. But no, it was it was great. I've been doing this for a long time, and really do appreciate the opportunity to be on Public Pulse. No, that's fine. Great. Well, let's get started tomorrow. And I, I, people should be aware of this, but tomorrow <laughs> is Election Day, right? So you wanted to touch on that a little bit. So, well, um, I just want to encourage. Everybody to get out, have their voices heard, make your your, vo- your vote count. Mm-hmm. So please get out and vote tomorrow. Remember, um, 
remember to, to hit the polls. And um, there's a lot of important elections on the line. There's some continuances of the once and optional um, sales tax that we're you know in support of, and hopefully people will um, the voters will continue to uh, improve that. And um, also the two two percent optional or the two percent uh, lodging tax as well. Um, plus just a lot of candidates. So I don't know if you know Aaron or not, but we've had at the chamber we hosted several candidate forums, and we have a YouTube channel. So if you go to YouTube and you just um, you look at Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce, if you want to go and view some of our recorded candidate forums prior to going to the polls tomorrow, just encourage people and reminding them that that's out there. So, um, you know, we had candidate forums prior to the primary election and also um, a couple others prior to the general that we were recorded uh, down at the Wyo Theater. So check those out if you can't remember um, what maybe a, what, what maybe a candidate said or if you're indecisive. Um, there's some choices, especially if you look at some of our school district candidates. There's a lot of choices for a number of spots. Those forums are absolutely priceless because you can not only hear what, what candidates are standing for or not standing for, but you can get an idea of their personality right. and see kind of what makes them tick. Right. And I think a lot of times, especially in close races, you know, you've got candidates that, you know, you're going, wow, you know, who who do I really vote for here? Mm-hmm. But then you get on there and you say, oh, okay, well, I like this person's personality maybe a little bit better than this one's or this guy's kind of way out there in the left field. So it gives an idea, it gives voters the idea of, of more of an idea right. where to go. And, you know, that's that's really important because that's really a priority of our Government Affairs Committee is to help get that information out there so people can make their own choices, right? It, our Chamber of Commerce in our community, we we don't endorse political candidates. Now, in some, a lot of times, bigger communities – and at um, a national level, there are some chambers that do endorse, but that's not something we do. Our government affairs committee feels really, really strongly that that getting the information out and helping to be that conduit of information to flow between like our members or our business community um, and government officials is really important. And so whenever there's a, an election year, just helping get the word out and helping people have another choice to um, to look and maybe vet the candidates themselves is really important. So I want to thank all of our Government Affairs Committee for um, helping us put those together this year. Very good. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and get started on the rest of these programs. Um, chamber lunch program, the, did these go away during COVID? Well, we had a couple of months where we didn't have chamber lunch prog- program. We okay. had a couple of, like many other organizations we kind of um adjusted and and put several and pulled together several um virtual sessions so we were still able to do our annual membership meeting which we had typically um provided during a chamber lunch program the program in the past um virtually and some of those other ones are awards etc but as far as the lunch programs yeah there were several months that we didn't have chamber lunch programs but we've had a full um series this year and just so you know, we in, we include like great speakers. We spend a lot of time. Teresa Dedimore at our office, our program development director, spends a lot of time looking for some really good speakers to talk to those that are in attendance. But really, we want people to be able to take something away. So we're excited. We have our final lunch program of the year this Wednesday. It's open to anybody who would like to attend. It's twenty dollars. It'll be at the Best Western Sheridan Center. The only thing we ask is that you register in advance. And it's so important to do so so we know 
um, what number we can give to the Best Western, especially their food and beverage, so they can prepare adequately. So if you just let us know that you want to come, um, you can call us at 672-2485. You can register on our website at SheridanWyomingChamber.org. And um, it's open to anybody who would like to attend. Starts at 1130 on Wednesday, November 9th, again at the Best Western. Our speaker this this month is uh, Sheriff Alan Thompson. So he's finishing out um, his final year as a sheriff, but he is a great speaker. He's very knowledgeable. He's really in, um, um, very passionate about leadership, and he pays really close attention to the things that work and things that don't. Um, and he is going to talk to us about keys to managing a multi-generational workforce, which is so important right now, um, especially with our worker shortage. That is interesting because, you know, we we all get on social media and we hear the older generation saying, oh, these younger kids don't want to work. And blah, blah. <laughs> it, you know, they, that's happened for years, right? right? For it's, generations it's after generation thing. after generation. And, and we all know this because <laughs> we grew up without the Internet. But the younger kids kind of take offense to that, which they kind of should. We all did. I took offense at it when they were saying yep. it about my generation exactly. when I was younger, right? Exactly. <laughs> and so, yes, it, but there are differences between the generations just on how we were raised. We were raised by, you know, baby boomers. And so our our way of being raised was different than we raised our kids and so far and so forth. So forth and so forth. So yes, there are differences mm-hmm. in how how you how you how you manage people right but generationally and how they respond to certain things. Well, and then you think of how society has changed and you just you did just mention social media. Right. I mean, so I think um as far as what kind of influence that has, you know, there, there are a lot of other influences over the the generations, right? And we'd, we'd like to think, oh, it's all about me and what I and what values I instilled in my children. But yeah. no, I think you have to really look at what other um, influences society. there are yeah. in society and what changes. And I mean, the technology is just um, has changed everything. I can't imagine, you know, like my kids growing up with you know, everything on the internet. And, you know, when we were young, we did stupid stuff that if the internet had been there, we'd have, it had been all over social media. And I'm so glad that that didn't happen. Right, right, right. (sighs) So anyway, just really encourage people to come out. When I say it's our final lunch program of the year, we typically take the months of December and July off from our chamber lunch program and speaker series. And so, um, we will have our next one in January, but come out and, uh, Make some connections. Listen to Sheriff Thompson before he leaves his position. He's not going anywhere, right? Uh, but um, he'll still be in the community. And and depending on tomorrow, the outcome of the election, we assume he's going to be a county commissioner, right? Uh, so um, anyway, it'll it'll be a great uh, opportunity to learn a little bit more. Maybe some things you can take back and put into practice in your own business. Gotcha. Also, final one for the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other final event for the year is our business after hours, ah. and that takes place the third Wednesday of the month. And so that'll be on Wednesday, November 16th from 5 to 7 p.m. at Water Products and Solutions. Now, um, they have a new, a relatively new building that they're in. They're at 1909 South Sheridan Avenue. And so we, um, you know, really encourage Derek and invites everybody out to, to come out on November 16th, 5 to 7 p.m. There will be door prizes, food and beverage. It's a great opportunity to um, continue to grow your network. And that's important, especially for the business community. It really is. And, you know, in our community, especially because we're still a small community, 
you know, and we talk to a lot of people that, and they know how important those relationships are. Um, and people want to do business with people they know. So it's important. Gotcha. Okay. Um, this is a huge event every year. Right. I mean, people, I've, I've been involved in this through Share to Me because, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, we do the hot chocolate and all that stuff. And we're just a part of the whole thing. But I come up from Buffalo every year and I have people that I know that come up from Buffalo That's for great. this event. And it is huge. It is so much fun. Good. And it's just a neat thing. So tell us more about the Christmas stroll that's coming up next month. Well, I just want to make sure that everybody knows that it's happening the Friday after Thanksgiving. This so month. Friday, November 25th. Gotcha. Oh, wow. It's our 27th annual Christmas stroll. And um, this year's theme, which we always have a theme, and then we open it up in the spring for children to submit button designs. This year's theme is Snow Globe Christmas. And this year's button design winner is Alexis Evans. I feel bad because I don't have my button on right now. I have it sitting on my desk, so I apologize. But those buttons went on sale at our office on November 1st as well as the participating businesses. And we have, I'm going to, I'm probably wrong, but between 96 and 98 participating businesses that are all selling buttons as well. But I want to make sure that the community, uh, make sure you mark your calendars uh, for this year's Christmas stroll. And in a couple of weeks, Teresa and Robbie Smith, who's our Christmas Stroll Committee Chair, will also be on Public Pulse to talk a little bit more about all the details. But this year we are, we will have, um, again, an all-day stroll, kicks with sales. Um, you could win chamber bucks. We'll have elves out, you know, spotting you shopping locally, wearing your buttons starting at 8 a.m. And then the streets will be closed. Grinnell will be closed probably about 2 p.m. Streets will be closed at 4 p.m. And from 4 to 8, we close off the downtown then there's um, wagon rides and carolers and hot chocolate, which shared media is always down there, right? And at the end of the event, um, we'll also have fireworks again. If you look, uh, if you look east on Grinnell Street, we'll um, we'll have fireworks that'll culminate the event. It's just a wonderful way to spread some Christmas cheer. But really, it's about helping to support our local businesses, which is really important. Tell me the significance of the button. People buy the buttons, and then what does that entitle them to? Okay. So every button will have its own unique number. So we have produced 2,750 buttons. That's it. Every button is numbered either between 1 and 2,750. Okay? So you can buy those now. Starting the day of stroll, if you go into a participating business, uh, you don't have to purchase anything there, and you have a button Each one of our stroll participating businesses, starting on stroll day all the way up until um, Christmas Eve, will have a number posted. Each one of them then is randomly given a number and a poster, and that's their number. If your button number matches the one that's in their business, you win something valued at $50 or more from that business. So that's one part of Christmas stroll. The other thing is it's a lot of fun. Um, it's a great way to support um, Alexis and her design and get a Christmas button. Many people uh, collect those. But also, again, we're going to start the Get Caught Shopping Christmas Stroll Day, where if you're spotted in a participating business wearing a stroll button, you don't have to make the purchase necessarily. No purchase required. 
but you could win chamber bucks. And so over the course of starting on stroll day and for the next three Saturdays, um, several thousand in chamber bucks will be awarded to people who are shopping locally and supporting our local businesses. So it could be very lucrative and also support of the young lady that made the right. design and, and then helping local businesses. Right. Very good. Right. Gotcha. Okay. So there will be more on the 21st. Teresa and Robbie will be on Public Pulse, and they'll, they'll come in and talk a little bit more about all the details. We'll have Santa and Mrs. Claus, and, I mean, it, it, it's, it is a wonderful event. We're just hoping that the weather uh, cooperates. We had a, an ice storm a few years. I think it was the year before COVID, and, boy, that was really treacherous and tough. <laughs> I have been to many of those, and you're right. It, mm-hmm. it, it goes from the full gamut from, hey, it's 70 degrees to it's (laughs) 40 below. Right. But yeah, hopefully it'll just be pleasantly cool and not snowing a ton. I wouldn't mind a little snow, especially if it's snowing straight down. Right. It's beautiful. I agree. Just not enough to close the roads. (laughs) Okay. So that's coming up. We'll talk about that again on the 21st. Right. 21st. 21st. Gotcha. Um, Legislative Forum. So again, another effort of our Government Affairs Committee and something that we're really proud of at the Chamber of Commerce to be able to provide is an opportunity in working with our legislators prior to them going down to Cheyenne for the uh, next upcoming legislative session is is an opportunity to get in front of those legislators, bring your ask. Um, We are scheduling time slots. We'll be holding that legislative forum on Tuesday, November 29th. It'll take place starting at 7 a.m. And we're partnering with the city of Sheridan. We'll hold that at the city council chambers. It's open to the public. Anybody who wants to come throughout the day certainly can. Um, But it is a great opportunity for businesses, organizations, and individuals to bring topics before a panel of local state legislators and really – you know, I want to thank our legislators for taking the time too. It's important for them, and it's a really unique, um, it's a really unique structure and opportunity that we provide here in Sheridan. Not many communities do this type of an event, and so it's all day long. And a um, couple of things just to keep in mind: if you're interested in signing up to speak before our legislators um, and bringing something of importance that you want them to be focused on when they head to session. Um, Time slots are like 15 minutes long. We usually ask for people to plan for up to 10 minutes to present, five minutes for Q&A. Any items that you want them to have as far as presentation materials, we'll ask that you have those to um, our office by the 18th of November, and they each get a binder. We put together binders for them. We try to, um, as much as technology is part of our lives, we really... uh, Changing out and running a presentation from one group to the next to the next sometimes takes a little bit of precious time that we have. So we really don't do the um, those types of presentations, you know, visual presentations, but we will give them a binder. The legislators want to know um, kind of succinctly what, do you, what, what you want them to be focused on, what ask you might have of them. And um, again, anybody can schedule a time slot per, as long as they're available. Right. And they are filling up. So if you're interested, give Karen a call at our office and she'll visit with you a little bit about it. Again, our office number is six, seven, two, two, four, eight, five. Or you can swing by and see us. We're um, at 54 South Main. Okay. And my guess would be when people want to talk to the legislators, one of the big items, I think, is going to be property taxes. You know, again, we I know that um, I mean, inflation is real. We're all feeling it. It's really, really tough. Um, all you know, prices are just continuing to increase. Property taxes included. Um, I would imagine. 
but again, everybody has their own, sure. you know, their, their own priority list mm-hmm. and their own um, passions and things that are really maybe impacting them in their organization or in their business. So it could be any number of things, but I would I wouldn't be surprised. Sure, absolutely, yeah. And this is the opportunity to present those things, like you said. And everybody's got their. There are so many things to be concerned with at this mm-hmm. point in time. So yeah, it, and it's wide open. You're right, and it is one opportunity. And here's mm-hmm. the interesting thing: typically, we have typically we have all of our legislators there now. We don't always know, and things come up, but it's unique in that. Um, you know, I know our legislators are very accessible to people. You can call them up, you can email them, you can find their information on, you know, wildledge.gov. And that's really great. But this is a little bit different in that typically we have all of our legislators there. I think we're still waiting to hear from one or two. And then of course we have to wait until after tomorrow to find out. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just unique in that. So you get the, you get the ear of all of them at one time. And it's wonderful. Right. So we have regular organizations and companies and individuals that come every year for our legislative forum. But again, spots are limited. So sign up with with us at the chamber. Make the call and get it set up now. Right. Other announcements. Chamber Board of Directors Awards of Excellence nominees announced. Right. So every year we the chamber has their awards of excellence. It's in February. It will be at our chamber lunch program or during that time. And um, just wanted to let our members know that our board of directors and a task force put together all of their nominees for four different categories, and they will be in coming out. So look for your email tomorrow and make sure you vote. We'd like to have you voting um, by the 1st of December and then make plans to attend our February 8th Chamber Lunch Program. Are we running out of time or do you no, want me to go through? Go okay, ahead. I saw you looking up, so I wanted to make sure. So we have four different categories, our Community Champion Award, um, YMCA was last year's recipient. Our Strength of Sheridan Award, Centennial Theater was last year's recipient. Business of the Year Award and LNH Industrial was last year's recipient. And then Business Person of the Year Award and Joe Wright with Kennan was last year's recipient. So I just wanted to make mention um, that if you are um, a member investor of the Chamber of Commerce to look for that email coming out tomorrow and make sure you go to the polls, but you also vote in our awards of excellence because you get to choose who our recipients are this year for this year. That's what I was wondering. So mm-hmm. the email will come out tomorrow. With right. The, okay. Then they can start voting. Yep. Tomorrow. And it's so it's it's open to all of our members. And uh, we have, gosh, a really strong membership base that uh, understands the importance of the work that the chamber does. Um, like we have 750 right now and we're continuing to grow. Um, and that's because people, I think, see the value in what we're doing throughout the year. So what do the winners receive? Uh, The winners receive a great plaque. Um, We do a nice presentation. And then every year, the chamber does a community guide that serves as our relocation guide and our member directory for the following year, for the whole year. And so they'll receive an article in that community guide. Now, this year, We've distributed from our office and elsewhere, okay, in other other areas, over 9,000 copies throughout the year. So it's really great to um, to have that wonderful write-up that's in our community guide and also just some acknowledgement, lots of media attention. And um, it's always great for people to get kudos for the fine work they're doing. So anyway, look for that email that comes out tomorrow. Recipients will be announced at the February 8th Chamber Lunch Program. Correct. Okay. Hard to believe we're talking about February right now, (laughs) isn't it? (laughs) 
but it's going to come. I know. Uh, community holiday dinner committee has announced it will not hold an event this year. So there's a community committee that um, for the last several years has uh, done the community holiday dinner until COVID. And for a number of uh, number of different reasons, uh, we did receive word that they're not holding it this year. I think there's a group that'll reconvene after the first of the year and see what next year looks like. Just wanted to let people know. Gotcha. Thank you. That is Dixie Johnson, CEO of Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. Have a great day. You bet. At Stiefel, we specialize in helping investors like you build and preserve your wealth. And when the time comes, pass it along to future generations. If you have questions regarding your important financial goals, planning for retirement, giving to your favorite charity, or leaving a legacy for your heirs, contact me, Patrick Johnson, at Stiefel Investments in Sheridan, 672-3434. Stiefel Investments, member SIPC and NYSE. Hello, I'm Martha Wright, candidate for House District 29. I support quality mental and physical health care, affordable housing, and adequate school funding for pre-K through 12. Please help conserve our open spaces, support new job growth, and preserve our freedoms by voting for me in our general election. With courage and kindness, we will make a difference together. Paid for by Right for Sheridan. Is Wyoming Corporate Office your one-stop shop for everything you need for your Wyoming-based business, LLC, or corporation formulation? Yes. Service of process and mail forwarding services? Indeed. Fulfill the legal requirements for small businesses based in Wyoming? Absolutely. Wyoming Corporate Office provides the communication between your business and the state, so you don't have to. Learn more by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com today. Larry Storrow and the team at McDonald's would like to invite all veterans to enjoy a free breakfast meal that consists of a sandwich, hash browns, and a coffee at McDonald's on Veterans Day, Friday, November 11th, from 7 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. It's McDonald's way of showing gratitude to all our veterans for their service and sacrifices. If you're a veteran, you're invited to come by any McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette on Veterans Day, 7 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. to get a free breakfast sandwich, hash browns, and a coffee. McDonald's saluting our veterans both home and abroad. Moss Holders Design Center knows one mattress does not fit everyone. That's why Moss Holders carries 21 different Serta mattresses. From super soft to incredibly firm, it's important you find the mattress that best fits your body and your sleep style. Moss Holders offers iComfort and iComfort hybrids, which conform to your body with high-quality memory foam, but don't sleep hot. Serta's perfect sleepers provide amazing support without breaking the budget. Moss Holders is also your source for new sheets, pillows, and adjustable bases. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Have you heard? Sheridan's own Vacutech is growing, and they're now hiring part-time weekend workers. Open positions include general labor, machine operators, traders, and more. Vacutech is offering weekend premium pay and a $2,000 sign-on bonus. This is the perfect opportunity to make extra money or even a great living while working weekends and enjoying the week off. For more information and to apply, visit Vacutech's Open Opportunities page on their website at vacutechllc.com. From the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio on 103.